We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Futures are up, although we're, you know, three-something hours away. <laughs> Oil's still at 86 bucks. which drives me crazy. And uh, Jill Slesha, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a long time. How was your rest of your summer? Everything good? Amazing. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the rest of your summer. I'm sorry about the uh, price of oil. That's a bummer. Yeah. Hey, look, you can buy some Bitcoin a little cheaper. It's off from 30. It's. Uh, I'm just kidding you. You're not buying Bitcoin. I am know. not buying Bitcoin. <laughs> no, yeah, I am I am not. It's down a whopping 94 bucks this morning. It's still 25,000, which is still... I, well, okay. So I just want one Bitcoin moment. The fact that it's not zero is phenomenal when you think about it, like of all the things that have happened and how like really it's just shown to be absolutely no protection against anything. Um, and, you know, but it, 25000 is certainly better than sixty if you're a fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't – all the appropriate value of this stuff, I, I don't really understand it. If it's, I'm with but, you. But anyway, uh, Jill, of course, Jill on Money, CBS News here. And so it's – I, I want to talk about life insurance, but I, mm. I'm looking at a piece now in the, the talk about the debt and 33 trillion, and I know like debt to GDP. I don't know all this. I don't know, and as much as I should, I, I know that debt is okay to a certain point, but like the housing, I never thought the housing market would crash the way it did in 08. Like at some point, is it gonna be a chicken comes home to roost globally? Because like everybody's in debt. Like mm. everybody. You know, I guess it kind of depends. I mean, let's let's like boil it down to here in the U.S. first, because I'm not going to deal with the other areas of the world where I have zero knowledge uh, or limited, I should say. OK, but, you know, part of the problem with the debt is a lot of stuff gets lumped in. Right. There's a lot of housing debt out there right now. Right. But the vast majority of it is at very low interest rates. I heard a statistic. I got to really chase this down. That something like around two thirds of outstanding mortgage debt right now is locked in under four percent. That is wow. shocking, and that there's no reason to pay off that debt, right? Right. There's also so no course, reason keep, to sell your house either. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's one part of it. I mean, the student loan stuff—it stinks, but you know, it's not that new, and we haven't seen. I think that that's going to start to crack because there's going to be some changes to the system probably eventually. Um, I think the the more curious question I have around outstanding debt is, you know, what happens to the government when you're repaying debt that is issued at four, five, six percent, not zero percent? Right. That's the question. And to me, that brings out this que- the, this next obvious question, which is, well, if that's the case, then I think, again, I, I'm not, this is not political. It's just sort of like math. I think taxes have to go up eventually. 
-hmm. in which case I want to encourage everybody to look at the Roth IRA right now. Right, because that's post-tax money that you don't have to pay taxes when you withdraw it. Correct. Yep. Okay. Jill Schlesinger, Jill on Money, CBS News, joining here on Brian and Company. Life insurance, I mean, it's one of those things, you know, I'm in my early 50s, and I don't know when my 20-year term stuff is up, but before I get to a specific sort of like projecting my own issues question, just in general, <laughs> why why do you think it's essential and how much should you get and so on? You know, uh, most importantly, it's essential if you need it, right? It's not essential if you don't need it. It's in- essential to ask yourself a question, and this is the easy one. You ready? Yep. If I were to die right now, would anyone suffer financially? So let's just use your case. I would suffer emotionally, of course. Of but, course. Uh, The question is, do you have enough money saved up to maybe obviate the need for insurance? In other words, maybe when you were young, it's 20 years ago, you're starting out, you're like, oh, I have no money. Well, let me buy life insurance because in case I die, my spouse, my partner, my kids, they need they need a, a big boost financially. Maybe in the last 20 years, you have actually saved enough money so that you're basically self-insuring. You don't need it. And also, maybe your kids are grown up and maybe you don't need it because they're out of the house. So if you were to die now, would anyone suffer financially? If the answer is yes, then you have to figure out how much coverage huh. you need. So once, that's, that's once, where we go. Once your nest egg, if you can build it up enough, say for retirement or what have you, then the need for it is less. You got it. Okay. Exactly. All right. That makes a lot of sense. And in terms of the how much, is there any sort of formula based on your salary or anything? Like, I mean, I mean yeah, you hear I mean, half a million, million and so on. I don't know. So many people will say to me, just give me like, give me a number. Let me do it quick. And I'm, I'm such a pain in the tush because I'm going to tell you that there are many rules of thumb, like 10 times your salary minus 100,000, 10 times your But it doesn't really work because it's so much easier now. Just go online. There's a great calculator at lifehappens.org, which is um, a, a consortium of, of like the insurance industry. It's a really easy to use calculator. It's free. And you want to figure out the exact coverage you need. I'll tell you why the rules of thumb don't really work. Let's say I say, okay, it's 10 times Jill's salary. But then you, you, it doesn't factor in maybe that I have a whole bunch of, of life insurance coverage through my workplace. Right. So just go into this calculator, figure out what you want to cover. Like how much money do you spend? Do you, do you have a spouse who works? Have you saved a lot of money? Do you have workplace retirement? And poof, a number will come out. Once you get that number, then the question is, if it's a number, how do I find the right insurance for me? So it's the big question of term versus uh, the permanent life insurance options that are out there. For most people, term life insurance is the best, like you have, right? right? You have it for a specific period of time. During that time, your needs will drop and you will save more money. And then hopefully at the end of that term, poof, you don't need coverage anymore. But, you know, I have, have you ever been sold whole life or universal life? Has anyone ever tried to sell that to you? I have not. I have only it's, done term. It's brutal, man. These people are aggressive. Well, you're in you're in the you're in the area where it comes from. So for I'm not going to say everybody. Hello insurance people, I love you, but sometimes you're a little bit tough on the consumer because people are pitched this idea of permanent life insurance, whole life, adjustable universal life policies. These policies stay in place for your entire life 
And that's why they're often used for, for long-term needs, like estate planning. Right. Or if you've got a special needs trust, you need to, to fund. But, you know, the savings and investment components are often touted, but it is very expensive to buy these policies. You should definitely get a second opinion if you are going to get a, if someone is pitching it to you, and you should get a second opinion from someone who's a fiduciary like a CFP or a CPA. Really quickly, do you pay taxes it's a morbid question, but do you pay taxes on it when, like, if- So here's a weird thing. Okay, so you don't pay taxes on life insurance proceeds. They are included in your estate. So they are estate taxable, income tax free. And if you have a policy where you say, oh, I want to, I built up a bunch of cash inside of this permanent insurance and you take the money out, it is taxable. So there's a lot of ways you can borrow it out, but there's a lot of, um, this is why these policies are opaque and confusing because there's a, there are a lot of pieces of them. That's why I really suggest you get a second opinion if someone is pitching them to you. Got it. Jill, it's great stuff. It's good to connect again. Have a great week. Take care. All right. Jill Schlesinger, Jill on Money and CBS News. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.